this is a conversation about everything and about nothing. Yep. It's not it's not scripted. Uh, it's whatever's top of mind. Uh, there are there there have been and will be episodes where where it is a bit directed, like there's a conversation. But today, uh, that's not the case. Welcome to the Just Life Podcast. It is our hope that the gritty, real, and uncensored insights we share with you here will help you get your shit together as you explore and discover what it takes to live your best life on your terms. Oh, maybe we should go down the rabbit hole, hey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like nonstop at my father's crazy. He switched to climate change now, so now we don't talk about religion. Oh, that's yeah. easy. Oh, oh it's not Bill, Bill Nye the science guy. Oh, yeah. Because he's a real scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, for the, just for the record. Him and Dr. Phil. This is actually quite comical. <laughs> Do you know, it's a, when I was a kid, what they told me, and what I've carried with me my entire life, science is the art of testing things and then documenting them, so anybody can be a scientist. Yeah, but there's also scientists who have, like, degrees and doctorates and training for, like, Like Bill Nye's. Yeah, he's, well, Bill Nye's got a, has got a master in engineering, so, and that's, like, all the sciences sort of rolled into one. I wouldn't say he's more educated than, like, someone who specializes in, like, physics, but he knows about it, and he understands the math. He's smarter than I am. I would take his word over like a politician or like an or a YouTuber. No. Definitely a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm gonna prove to you that dinosaurs were put there by Satan. And they put like a whole documentary on this shit. Yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. an animated dinosaurs video to yeah. do. Yeah, no, he I'm... just like starts railing off facts unchecked, and he's just like, oh, let me yeah. tell you about the lizard people. Yeah, the oh, Anunnaki, yeah. oh my like god! Hey, some of those videos are like the Anunnaki. Wait. Like, we'll go down that road, and we might be able to sidebar that for right now. <laughs> do you know that one in every six people is an Anunnaki? We're not going down that route. <laughs> David's like, pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> that's that's, like, yeah, that's yeah. like going that's exactly into... exactly what a lizard person hey. would say. Oh. <laughs> like David, that's what David Icke talks about. Yeah, there you go. Fun. I don't know what's with that guy. God bless him, but he unfortunately, like, he looks like a lizard people. I don't know. David Icke? Yeah, he's all like fucking... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Perfect as That's crazy. Right? Yeah, so right. like, because you know how he started off. He started off as a professional football player. Yeah, he's a and soccer then, player. like, fucking, what's it called? Oh. Oh, he had, uh, like, eczema? Or, no, 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 no. Not eczema. eczema. <laughs> well, I, I have no God, fucking no. bad. You know, the eczema's too itchy. I can't play professional football. No, like, too much lotion on? No, like, when I imagine that'd be a challenge. Like, fucking. Yeah, it's oh, like, uh, you arthritis, arthritis, like arthritis. No, like arthritis. Like, oh. severe arthritis. Oh, arthritis. Don't get any diagnosis from anybody in this room. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> the as a most caveat. qualified person in this room I, is that I guy. I know over what there. you got. Just so. Yeah, except for that guy. No, like, severe arthritis. So then he had to quit, like, football. Then he became a politician and started going like hardcore into um, climate change and shit, the Green Party in Britain. Then from that, he goes to like uh, Chile, has this crazy mass awakening, and that's where now it okay. all comes from. He's running a cult? Do you guys know who that no, is? No, I have no idea. I do. David Icke. Uh, <laughs> the thing about David Icke is that he's so uh, compelled. I like listening to him. He has some so like, you're like, things is this... I like to hear about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy yeah. systems, unlimited energy, things like this. Yeah. He's down the rabbit hole and he's like, so we came from Mars, actually. We yeah. destroyed Mars. And so... Yeah. He like, talks about really cool shit and you're listening and you're like, right on. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he takes a complete left this turn. You know, and then he starts telling you that the royal family are all lizard people and you're like... You know what's funny is... The Epstein thing, and you're just kind of like maybe. Well, are. yeah, you <laughs> might you yeah. might actually not know enough to believe it, but it doesn't mean it's not true. No, fair enough. I I don't I don't uh, scoff at anything. The, the really crazy bad, peoples are usually the ones weird. that that are there's some truth oh, yeah. to what we're so quick to dismiss based on our own understanding yeah. of something. Our that's ignorant I, like, little I lens. Spent probably two years straight studying 
astrophysics and mm -hmm. particle theory just like as a hobby but if I talk about it, you're like, oh, you're not a fucking scientist, idiot. Well, no, like the exactly. thing about I think Ike. That that's curious, right? <laughs> like the th and one I'm thing just sharing what doctor. scientists yeah. figured out. That's it, right? Yeah. We're not yeah. professing to know. Well, that's the human condition, man. Like the thing about Ike is fucked. how he ties everything together. Mm. And when you start reading it, yeah. like, you're just and, like, holy shit. He does do it well. Shit. Oh, yeah, well no, like insanely well. That, 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 there's something to pay attention to, right? Like when you start getting into it, like, it starts off like, okay, yeah, this is, I can, I can do this. Like, moon, maybe a spaceship, this, that, lizard people. But then it gets like to the lizard That's people, and you're like, hmm, do I draw the line at the lizard yeah. people? But yet, when he ties everything to, together with all the research and all these stories and all these other people, well, I gotta listen to you're it. You're like, oh, yeah, what? The fuck? My problem is most like, of like, oh, is I don't know this little, shit, and I don't think that's compelling enough. So it's yeah. basically just like personal testimonies. But yeah, people. but also at this, at the same time in this infinite you like universe, yeah. what's impossible? It's, and I'm not saying it is impossible. It's just I have issues with people that start railing, like railing off facts unchecked. Like you know, uh, Alex Jones, for example, in Infowars, he'll like, he'll say a bunch of stuff. And I don't know if you ever watched Joe Rogan, but sometimes he has him on the podcast. And yeah, he's super hilarious. <laughs> yeah, these super hilarious podcasts where he starts going about like transhumanoid pig people. Yeah, he's and, like, these, Prove these, it. Like, but that's the thing, right? Then they go on these MIT articles and they find out that the, that these human, uh, you know, genetics like engineering experiments had happened. All the sources are there, and so Joe Rogan kind of slows him yeah. down, and he's like, "Okay, you're just saying a bunch of stuff, and we have to verify at least some of it is true." before we let you continue on, because he'll just go on the rant. Yeah. And then they start to slowly do that, and it's like, oh, okay, so here's like some, some trail that I can follow to verify what you're saying. But then there's other people that are just be like, so, you know, the moon is actually a spaceship, and the Anunnaki are a bunch of lizard people controlling the whole planet, and they just keep going that. And, and they the tie Earth those together, but they haven't proven the first thing that they've said with any type of evidence. And so you get like, it's just like those flat earthers, right? They'll make a YouTube video and they'll make all of these like, you know, facts. How make do you know the facts. earth isn't flat? Yeah, exactly. And you'll be like, oh my God. And at the end of the video, you're like, oh my God, maybe the earth isn't flat. Well, do you know what, like Alex Jones, man, that guy's, that guy's <laughs> hilarious. He's here's what I don't understand about, not, not, we're, we're off. Oh, I love it. Here's what I don't understand about. Uh, I can feel you whatever. squirming. <laughs> I, I'm not squirming. It's no, just like, with the, just like, we will get onto something that actually matters here, but. This matters. The, the whole flat earth thing, right? Like, first of all, I'm just curious, like, A, why do the they, why do they want us to think the earth is round if it isn't flat, fat, flat, and, and what difference does it actually make? Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm a dummy here, so let's just get... I'll boil it down to make it very simple. Please do. <laughs> too deep into this crap, because one of my close friends was dangerously on like a legit being a flat earther, oh. and I'm like, no, no, because he believes in all these conspiracy theories, but it's one of those things where it's like, I can't... Let you believe that without at least trying uh, to like. My friend once told me that we live in uh, inside of a glass orb. So keep going. Yeah, well, that's not too far <laughs> from what the, the the flat earthers believe because it all all boils down to religion. It okay. All boils down to religion because for them, like all of the science that we that we've that we've created so far to explain the universe are all lies perpetrated by Satan. When in reality, we just live on a flat plane that has some sort of like sapphire type dome that keeps us enclosed the firmament the firmament yeah and that's all you need to know that's true. and everything beyond that is just well, lies somebody they don't even believe satellites are real. Like, they're just like those little stars that you see shooting across the sky we don't know what those are for them that's a better answer than their satellites so are they are they basically then saying that like essentially either like astronauts for example don't know what the fuck they're, they're seeing lies, or they're lying it's just like they think the entire continent of australia to get uh, are paid actors 
So when what? you start going down that type of what? rabbit hole of reasoning, you're like, well, I can't even talk to you now because hold you're on. totally insane. Okay, Say hold, that on, again. hold on. This guy used to live Say in Australia. That again. <laughs> the reason they think the people that live in Australia, the content in Australia, are paid actors is because it's the only way the idea of like, because if you believe that the Earth is a flat plane, then it doesn't make any sense. The sun and how it beams light wouldn't make any sense because it could be like daytime here, but it could be nighttime in Australia or China. So if you're living on a flat plane, think of like being in a movie theater and where the lights are. If the lights aren't fixated on you, it doesn't mean you can't still this see the like lights. This like Truman Show? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? For real. It, it, it's shit. just to continue perpetrating the lie. You know, like it's all about just perpetrating the lie. And that's all they care about. They don't care about well, anything that's actual But I evidence. grew up there. Play that <laughs> out, though. I grew up Play there, that out, yeah. though. Every single person, like a, a boat captain who went out on the ocean and then sailed Lying across the ocean. Lie. But not just him, but the like hundred people that were on that boat. But then a cruise ship. There's yeah. cruise ships, regular everyday yeah. people going in. Now they gotta tell everybody. That's like the first thing. You get on a cruise ship, they sit you down. All right, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Do not follow. And there's like a PowerPoint presentation ship. We'll shoot you before you get off the boat. Like, how fucked is that actually when you really play that out and put it into perspective? <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like, oh any God. person who actually holds any type of degree in like this scientific crazy. understanding isn't a flat earther. I wish I would have picked next week to quit smoking are, weed. You know, <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, fuck, that's too funny. <laughs> like, there's, there's like, actually everyone's a, doc- a paid actor in Australia. There, there, there's a documentary oh, about it called shit. Behind the Curve, and they talk about it really, like, really well. I know what I'm Listen, doing today. I, I, think, I think there's a really, really great way to keep this rolling in a, in a purposeful way. Critical thinking. This is it. Is if you play th- something out like I just did, in a, in, yeah. and, and, and like just, just fucking use common sense. And and just go as far yeah, down no, as I. Uh, common sense common can trick you, man. It's not that common anymore. It's subjective too. But I think yeah. with enough critical thinking and questioning, you know, that would help people kind of get to at least so the ballpark of where understanding t- today's world would be. You know, there's a difference between common sense and asking questions and critical, critical thought, yeah. mm. because unfortunately, most. The majority on the planet lack common sense. What is common sense? Well, Anyways, how would we define? Is, I don't know. How skill. would we define that's, common sense? That, is, that would be a great podcast topic. Well, uh, well what number, is right? common it, sense? This is all. This is all tied together. How how t- how able are you to have critical thinking? Use common sense. Ask really good questions. If you're pinned down, if you're uh, tapped into your fight or flight, if the animal is awakened versus the present centered human who's like calm and has time. Right. In mm. other words, uh, today's culture doesn't really allow 95, no, you're of the population to think you're like, ramped up all the time. Nobody's taught to do that. Nobody's taught to question things. We're just told like, here it is. Take this and go. Shut no. the fuck up and but go. The funny but that, is- that's my point is, is as a, a, you don't even have time. Mm. To the, question but it. The funny There's thing so is, much mm. shit to learn. Yeah. Is, is that what you is that what you're meaning? Well, no. Shut up and get to work, man. Busy. Right. You gotta, you <laughs> like you got shit to do. Well, well, right. Survive. You got bills to pay. You yeah. got a mortgage. Yeah. You got your kids. You got. Sorry, Patrick. All that go, stuff. go ahead. Well, the thing is that's happening nowadays. The past like five or so years is that. You can go on the internet and you can find information, but there's like this massive confirmation bias where you will type in like your idea, yeah. you know, prove that the Earth is flat, and you won't find like the actual answer. You'll find a bunch of exactly the one that, that like, suits yours. Can so, can yeah. coincide with what you already box. believe. 
Mm-hmm. So you can do the research, but right. the problem with the research is it's not factually based. It's based upon whatever your feeling is on yeah. what is or what isn't right. Well, see, this is my challenge even, like, because uh, we've I think we're all kind of in that realm, like, with law of attraction, quantum physics, you know, all brain science, all this kind of shit. And so the challenge that I have is, is I, I fully believe that there are people who are on a higher level of consciousness and they're yeah. able to see or hear or do whatever, that kind of thing. So, but but the challenge that I have is, like, for example, your, your guy from uh, the Connected universe Nassim Herman. yeah like the type of math that he's sharing with us the formulas and shit that he's sharing with us to show that hey we prove that you know this many Planck units exist the inside the theory. yeah all this that stuff and crazy. he's explaining yeah. this stuff and I think it's amazing but at the same time I have no fucking idea the how, shit is so how, far beyond my, my yeah, yeah my level of comprehension that I'm like oh it sounds good he's really like smart like, <laughs> so so that's the thing so most of us would never be able to validate don't have the capacity the 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 understanding of where to go to be able to validate some of these extreme theories and ideas mm-hmm. hey chris can you do me a favor and, and google <laughs> google what Jamie. what's um Jamie. You're the no, Jamie. no 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 uh the definition of common sense i'm really curious <clears throat> you got it common Ro- sense. robert green uh just wrote a new book the guy that did 48 laws of power I don't know Robert. Oh Green. yeah, yeah. So he he wrote another book. He's got tons of books, but the the, the most recent one is the Laws of Human Nature, mm. and he talks about. Um, I just got the book, so I'm I'm just kind of like on the tip of the iceberg here. But he talks about how we're born animals, and then we learn to become human, and there's this distinction between conscious thought, you know what I mean? Like you said, the higher plane, and and just functioning or existing, and so uh, no disrespect or offense to the people in these positions but just i'll use this as an example you have the ceo of walmart who has a very global perspective of what's going on has an immense level of empathy and and works with people you you hope but yeah right right not anymore i'm I'm trying i'm (laughs) trying to be like let me make this point um but then you have the people that are like stocking the shelves who are just in this like derp state just kind of derping around through Mm -hmm. life and don't have a fucking clue like what's happening outside of their existence in that exact moment yeah, the like five, five feet around them. shirts on rack and then go eat food and it's like when you observe that mm-hmm. happening it's on one side it's like we need people to do shit like that so that you know i can buy a fucking shirt from a store but on the other hand it's like fuck these people are trapped in the matrix yeah. in a sense and so like there's this huge disparity so i kind of see now mm-hmm. being born as an animal and then eventually transforming into a that's human. interesting because like when i was i did my reflection for like the last decade and i left out three years because i was just working right like i was up north i was like you know what like, now why did you leave them out because all i did was worked but there was something to be learned there like that's what i mean like yeah. i was like okay look like i'm like okay 2010 11 14 <laughs> and I was like, what happened? what happened between those three years? And I was like thinking, like, what did I do besides just working? Mm. I didn't do anything. I was just in that state of, I need to go to work, get paid, do this, do that, nothing. Mm. I was just like, but like what you said, just in that derp state of just working. Now, how, like, did, how did that affect you, though, now in reflection? Like, in reflection, look, I'm like, like holy was- shit. Like, I let myself just fucking you just ran out just ran on autopilot for three years of my life Mm. not even 
like cognizantly thinking about anything else except for this is what I have to do, this, this, this. And then it wasn't until my daughter was born and I was like, oh shit, I gotta change my fucking life because I can't do this anymore. And and why couldn't you do that anymore? Because I just got so tired of it. I was just, you know, because we're all, like, for me, I know I'm bound for something more. And I just got so caught up of trying to make that dollar and just trying to do that. And then finally something else came along that was bigger than me mm. that I was finally like, okay, now I need to actually think about did, something. Did else. the awareness of, of being uh, like part of something bigger, aspiring to something bigger happen when your daughter no. was born? Or like when I did knew that this happen? long time ago, but I just got so caught up yeah. that it just <clears throat> brought me back. So would you say that then in, in those three years, uh, there was a, um, a conscious or an unconscious just turning off. Yeah, it would be which an, one? It would be like an unconscious of just turning it you, off. You just turned off there, and and then you just ran on on autopilot. Yeah, because I remember because I was work, I was based out of Red Deer, and like my routine was the same shit. I'd get up, I'd drive out to Red Deer, I'd be gone for fifteen days, I'd come back, go back, and that's all I did. And I can remember not even remembering how I got to Red Deer some days <laughs> or how I got back to Calgary. That's a real thing. Yeah, no, did, it's a real did thing. you socialize? Did you like go out yep. and like no. meet chicks and shit? Or just, like, it was just like fucking work, sleep, work, sleep, work, work sleep. Work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep. Just that's Fuck. it. What, what, what uh, landed for you there when, you, when he said that? Well, I just find it fascinating that uh, there, there are these moments where we do actually go out of pilot. So when mm -hmm. we were talking about my brain surgery, yeah. when I was 22, um, I had a life-changing event happen in my world that could have turned very differently. And then when it happened and after it happened, it was just business as usual. Like there was no shift in the automatic nature that was already there, this wandering, mm -hmm. this, this lack of clarity around you know, why I'm wandering, just doing it. And, it. and it just happened again after the surgery. Like I didn't... I didn't have any epiphany moment or any of those things until much later when we do the reflection and look back at like, and it's so, it's so good that you actually look back 10 years. Um, and what I would say is I would spend the uncomfortable time thinking about those three years oh, yeah. because it's there. Oh yeah. No, and there I know will be a happened. lesson there, but it's not about what, what happened. It's about what, why did it happen and and why did, did it take, take from, as long yeah. as it took and and, mm -hmm. and what was there that had you get to where you're at now because you actually needed i needed to go through mm -hmm. it was 15 years for me of wandering yeah. essentially i didn't find my way until i came back which was like seven eight years ago now um and so for 15 years of my life i was just Dirt walking can i ask a question yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. When I was, we were in Germany, and you had uh, that like those seizures reoccurring. Yes. Was there any type of reflection or or shit coming back to you at that point? Because you were like you were facing it in a way like again. And this was after the surgery, wasn't it? Uh, that was after the surgery. Yes, that was when the kid. Uh, no, that was before I met Maya actually. Yeah. Um, well, I thought um, I thought it came back. There was but a breakdown, right? And so I was just curious. Like, we, there was like one breakdown. And then we just never talk about it again. <laughs> well, isn't that what we do? We just, yes. uh, we avoid the, the really uncomfortable events in our lives because what if something bad were to happen again that's kind of like that? 
So what's your question? I was just wondering if at that point there was any reflection of like... No, man, that- there was no reflection. I was in I was in Germany partying with German girls. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, machine. like how he nope, caught himself before he said what he wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> yes, no, please. They're, they're, I wasn't ready for the reflection. So I wasn't so ready for the reflection. I think there's something there, though. Say again? Being prepared. Yeah. What? So when it happened again, and you were facing it, was it more kind of like, no, no, I don't Survival. want to do this? It's, okay. It was fight or flight. It was um, there was no like uh, a, comp- a complete paralysis of uh, you know wh- what if mm-hmm. and what what might happen. There was no reflection. I wasn't ready for reflection there. I wasn't ready for reflection until I came back here. And even when I first came back here, I was only just starting the journey of of true introspection and looking at the uncomfortable areas that that I've avoided for most of my life for many reasons because I was told that it's not important mm-hmm. it's not relevant it's fascinating right because yeah. that's where all the learning is it is where all the learning yeah. is and that's that's the thing right like what would you uncover if you spent the the ungodly time because it would actually take something for you to think back and maybe you like do some mushrooms and like I don't know what what your oh, thing is. To, is just, then I'm on a different. <laughs> but it, it's point. intentional direction too, right? Oh, I know. Um, and I, that's that just that's just an example. But to to actually do the the uh, the thinking uh, and and pushing through those black dark areas that that you have no recollection for because I did the same thing for the last ten years and I th- I sat with my years mm-hmm. and I'm like what happened in that year I'm like I don't fucking remember what happened in that year but that's bullshit because there's a, so well, much that happened there's a structure used for that though right. For that uh, decade. Was there? I thought I thought it was similar to the uh, no, or did you just make it up? No, the, I it was similar to the best year ever. The the decades, the ten years was just year by year. What oh, what happened? Just, and I just I was just thinking and and creating space for okay, but what but, else? But what, what you else? shared then was just a document you created then. Uh, because you shared it that in, one was mel robbins t- best year ever oh i thought i, I okay maybe you were just telling us oh and you should complete your decade too because yes. i okay it was i had an addition it to you because a, we were in 2020 right yeah i had, I had it that you had a 2012 no. a document or a structure right. for that, I still, so. like, like 1990 still feels like five years ago to me no, 2012 was supposed to be the end of the world and i was totally convinced of it too yeah y2k oh, hey. no katie was we all were oh yeah that you can so quickly be convinced of something like climate change and this is this is fucked because how many scientists told you the world was ending? Well, well climate change. Well, there was a movie that <laughs> Al Gore, man. <laughs> Al Gore with his fucking planes and all Al that. Al Gore with his politician understanding of science. Yes. Mm. I don't know why I listen where, to that. Where were we at, Chris? We're, I feel like we're bouncing around like a pinball well, machine. Yeah. It, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of perfect because we're going through all of these things and you can apply this concept of critical thinking and, you know, you asked for the definition of common sense. Well... We can apply the, the, this lovely definition, which we have, thanks to Google and the Oxford Dictionary of Common <laughs> Sense, which is good sense and sound judgment in practical matters mm. is the definition. Very articulate. Distilling it down. The world is flat. End of the fact. But it's not an in-depth. This is very simple. This is, you could even say, high-level overview 
you don't you're not at a granular detail on any of the situations or facts that you're experiencing you're you're at a simple perception of it well i think mm. that applies in like because like common sense for an example would be like i can't put my hand in a fire pit because it will burn my hand and that's a very simple understanding of it. I don't need to go into the, the deeper yeah. understanding of thermodynamics to know why I would burn <laughs> well, my hand. It's this is a really good point because, so let's talk about simple for a second. Because I think at the end of the day, that's the most complex thing. Hi. The <laughs> irony. Simple, right? Life. Isn't that interesting? Because yeah. people try to explain things or we're trying to figure life out. And really all we're trying to do is get to a point of clarity, yes, which you could say is a clarity. point of simplicity, yeah. right? Like that. And to your point, Keeping things really simple is a really good way to teach yourself or even teach a kid. Like, hey, use common sense. Well, if you say that to a kid, they might go, what the fuck does that what mean? What is common sense? And you say, oh, you know, as an example, you say common sense is, well, don't stick your hand on the stove type of thing. Think about those kinds That's of things. That's where right? the subjectiveness comes. To them, right? Because right. They know. It's all fresh. So if we were to, if we were to, think about all the stuff that we were talking about today. Everybody in this room is up to stuff. Everybody in this room is out to cause something in the world, right? So yes. what are some really simple things that we can talk about and some simple processes that we can share in terms of how we've actually created some breakthroughs in our lives and how we can figure out our way in the world? Uh, so Aaron, um, all of us, we meet uh, over uh, a Zoom call three times a week mm -hmm. at 6.30. ungodly hour in the morning when for, nobody... For is, some, it's an ungodly awful. hour. I'm Listen to story time over here. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm up at 6. You're yeah. one of those people. De Devin's yeah. running a, a oh bit of a racket God. around that. But any, anyways, <laughs> what... What shit done on those days? No, it blows my mind. See? I know, yes, right? There it's you go. unreal. So Actually. in terms of your question, and I just need you to represent it to me, um, in, in the, the simple actions that we've taken... Yeah, I was just putting on the table, like, again, like, I know I'm one. Like, I have it that life is really complicated. Like, yes, when, again, when yes. I'm not paying attention, it's like life's really complicated. But at the end of the day, when I boil it down, it's like, oh, I need to be in communication. Oh, I need to see projects through to completion. Oh, whatever, right? Like, I need to start doing this thing or give up on that thing. Like, it's really simple. It's like, I want to create that over there. Okay, that thing doesn't fit in that equation. It's simple mathematics. Okay, let's remove that, add this or add nothing. Like, just keep it simple. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, so, because that's what we do, right? We uh, we we got to add more. Wherever that comes from, it comes from different places for each of us, but we got to add more. It's not enough. Um, I, I haven't done enough. I got to do more. Uh, but then in, in getting really clear about what, what my definitive steps are to take left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot over the course of a week, mm. which is what this essentially mastermind mm. does to, to get, have everybody present to what everybody's left foot, right foot steps are for the week. And then you look at the end of the week, you're like, holy fuck. I, I like took one step after another and look where I'm at. So this, the complex became simple Yeah. because what happens is there is a, uh, there is so much nuance to the individual, uh, tasks that we're looking to take on. And most people are, are yeah. consumed by the, the, uh, the complexity of like yeah. the big thing that we say we want to do and we're stopped. Oh yeah, because it's you're looking at that mountain. You're like, how the fuck am I? Yeah, going to get how up could there? I possibly? Instead of just trying to figure out, okay, let me just take that one step first and start slowly progressing. That's the it, trick, man. Right? So here's an interesting thing, because I'm. A I actually want to acknowledge you first before you do that. So so remember your point. Sure. Um, because Vern, 
in in his predictable operating system would get really um, consumed by the vastness of all the things that mm -hmm. needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And you over the last, uh, the beginning of this year and, and still at the end of the tail end of last year, it was just a committed um, focus on the simple in the moment. Now what to do. And, and then you come up to a roadblock and you're like, Oh, oh what the fuck? What do I got to do with this thing? That's now in my way. And instead of the predictable way is like, um, fetal position, maybe a little crying, wondering why I'm here. How did I get here? Too much weed. It's that or smash. It's or, one or, or the other. Or trying, <laughs> trying to smash through it. Yeah. You're, you're now looking at it with a, with a, a simplistic um, intention. Like, okay, so there's this thing. Now what? What's next? Like not, not like, Oh my God, I like, well, I don't know what's over there. No, 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 no. You're just like focused on this, this obstacle right now and you push through it and you've consistently pushed through it. I mean, that that's remarkable. And there, and there is a simplicity to it. It's not complicated. Just take another step. Yeah. But wow. holy fuck, is it hard to just take that, have that, that, have that. that mindset to just be willing to take the next step. Yeah. Wow. And, and thank you. I really got that acknowledgement and uh, I just, Obviously, it goes without saying, like, this is the container. Mm -hmm. We're all doing lots of stuff. There's lots of different communities and stuff that support what I'm up to. But this I is the container, man. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but you're, you're right, though. You're, you're right. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 almost like a, it's almost like a surrendering to the process. It's a yeah. surrendering to looking at all these different things that I've learned and discovered. And you hear from all these different people. And then I'm like, okay, to your point, what you said to Aaron is like, okay, just go be with that uncomfortable thinking about those three years that's kind of what i did is i you know i hear all these the stuff that you get from people and i was like okay what would it actually be like if i just followed the process if i just got uncomfortable like you you said i see a roadblock and i go okay i remind myself that although i don't know what to do about this there is something to do about yeah, it yeah there's an action to and, take. right and the, the first action might just be like acknowledging i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here then I could start thinking Give you about some freedom. Oh, I could reach out to David yeah. or it's a tech yeah. thing or it's a fucking this thing or that I could start, you know, there's always something to start. Right. So, well, it's interesting, like going back and I did have a point. I'll come like back for to those you. three years. I actually did go through them, but there was nothing of substance mm. to me that made no sense. It was just like, there was I not bet there would much. be though. Here, here's like I went through them all and I was like sitting there. I'm like, okay, what did I do? And I'm like, okay, this is what I did. I was working. I went out to Vancouver pretty much every other, every two weeks because Katie was out there. She was working. Your girlfriend? Yeah. So we would just go back. I'd be back and forth every two weeks. I had my jaw broken at one point, got into a big-ass fight in Grand Prairie, got the shit kicked out of me. Nice. You had your jaw broken? Yeah. I got mm. kicked in the face. Jesus. And then I went to Grand work. Grand Prairie's and, a fucking mean place, man. You want to know what's crazy? Okay, here's something crazy. So we go out one night, like our whole crew... I get jumped, me and my buddy get jumped, they break his tooth, they break my jaw, and I believe they broke my foot. Jesus. Next morning, I just go to sleep, get up, go to work, we drive from Grand Prairie to like Drayton Valley, work all day, like we're talking, I worked all day with my jaw broken, finally at like 9 o'clock, me and my buddy are like, maybe we should go to the hospital and get ourselves checked out. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what are you doing for work? I was working. I was fracking at that time. Oh damn! So you're doing like labor. On yeah. Of having like so like swinging like swinging like sledgehammers all day. 
So we're doing this at 9 o'clock. Finally, we finally go to the hospital. And I'm like, yeah, my jaw kind of hurts. Something's going on with it. He's like, oh, okay. So he checks it out, get an x-ray. I'm like, yeah, something's wrong with my foot too. He's like, yeah, don't worry about that. He's like, oh, your jaw's broken in two spots. So I call up my supervisor and I'm like, hey, so I guess my jaw's broken. I'm supposed to go home to get my mouth wired shut. And he's like, well, can you just last another two days? <laughs> no, like, no, tell me you did it. No, I didn't. Oh, I, fuck. I'm wow. like, I don't think thanks, so. I'm thanks, boss. So from there, they got they sent someone up. That night, I drove all the way back to Red Deer, then all the way back to Calgary to get my mouth wired shut the next day. So, so go okay, go. No, you go no. ahead. No, I you play go. when it's like my um, 20 out. I'm like, I don't know where. I just wanted to quickly point there's actually a point i wanted to make from five yeah, minutes ago and i will yeah. but that right there is interesting because a lot of people could hear that story and and say something like oh y- y- that's stupid or you're a knuckle dragger or whatever but maybe it was stupid okay i'm not saying that's the oh, best yeah. thing to do but if you listen if you listen to that it's like wow you get present to just how resilient a human can literally be literally the word that yeah. popped up in my head I'm like Jesus it's Christ, fucking like, incredible this is man some navy seal shit like out that's the like field. david goggins shit yeah, yeah like yeah that guy's insane guy. <laughs> it is right like if you if you think about that man and that's the thing that goggins points to is like we actually have to go in to the kiln right you yeah. have to go in there and face it because then you actually know how to deal with shit when it actually happens in life. So like what psychologically, did, what did right? you now perspective, and right? Looking back, <laughs> what did you learn from that experience alone? From that experience, for one, don't get into a fight with seven people in Grand Prairie. That's a good experience. Yeah, we got jumped. So how do you like avoid that? Run like a motherfucker. Don't go to Grand Prairie. Ah, go. <laughs> don't go to the Lions. Don't don't don't, don't be young, dumb, full of cum, and think you're invincible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the worst. Yeah. So don't do that. But from like learning about it and understanding, I'm like, how powerful the mind is. Because I just brushed it off. Yeah, you're like, thing. oh, I got to do this thing now. I got to do this. <laughs> oh shit. I just got to continue doing it. Like I can't. Well. And then that mindset, because you are in the patch, that you're like, yo, I can't be a little bitch. So, <laughs> no, and that's what it is. No, I got yo, that. I got I got, that. I'm, I'm the hurt, culture out but there. But you know what? Yeah. I might be hungover as shit. I might be hurting. I can't eat. Something my jaw kind of feels a bit sore. Just drinking a smoothie. But it's like, <laughs> you know what? I got to do it. I got to go up. I got to keep going. And, like, it's just, yeah. you kind of, for me, I just shut the pain off. Mm, don't that, give pain a voice. Yeah, like, cause I, like, cause I'm pretty sure my foot was broken the whole time, and they didn't do anything about it. So I'm like walking around. Every time I'd swing a hammer, my jaw would be like, like oh. rattling. And I'd be like, well, this is weird. <laughs> pretty sure I passed <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, this is weird right there. So, and so, but I worked for eight hours straight of physical, hard, demanding work, and I'm like. Man, when I think about it that's now, I'm like, we are right crazy. That's crazy how much you can just say, okay, you know what? I have to do this. Let's get it done. Turn it off and just keep going. So Jet I, animals. Yeah, I want you to uh, to reframe that and, and not it be so general to like people in particular, because most people will not be able to to deal with what you dealt with. In just fact, it was. Tattoos. In fact, oh, it was you yeah. and your capability. To be able to push through some really hard shit and get what needed to be done done, that that 
that that is something that you were capable of. And, and probably if you were to continue to look down those three years, you would have had example of example of example to reinforce the, the building, the uh, foundation that you were doing for your own self, mm-hmm. sometimes done in stupid ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you, you still, but it points you still to an made, asset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to totally. You're building like, on something. Well, cause now I'm thinking about it more and because I had to get my jaw wired shut, and then they told me I'm not allowed to do physical labor, but yet I was in the shop and it's a heavy duty mechanic shop. And so I just worked with the mechanics for the mm. next six weeks. So you still did labor. I still labored it out. <laughs> so what, go ahead. Sorry. And I'm just like thinking about I'm like how powerful our mind is when I was told your this, mind well, is my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy shit. Cause most people would be like, well, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You give up. Like that, just I'm like that little whisper of a, yeah. of a hint of pain. They're like, oh, people succumb yeah. to it and let it take over. Yeah. Where you push I'm like, through this in a fucking Because I'm like thinking about way. it. Because they're like, okay, your jaw's wired shut. You can't do physical <clears throat> labor because you can't breathe as fast. You can't. Mm. Like you can't. Your respiratory system won't catch up because you're fucking clenched all the time. Yeah, that's. And I'm thinking breath. about it, and I'm like, God. it's like being waterboarded for six yeah. weeks straight, and you can't eat. Like, you can't eat. You got to eat through a syringe. It's crazy. Jesus. A syringe? A syringe. Well, yeah. You can't yeah, even put a straw in You can't yeah. get a straw there, so you have to get, like, this syringe. And you got to shoot it in the back of your mouth. You get, like, roast beef syringes? Or? No. It, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's not luxurious. It's not luxurious. It's like uh, it's, smoothies it's, it's, it's and, like, raw. Sandwich. Like, I went full raw for, what, like, for those weeks. David's making a good... Oh, sorry. Right. So, but I just realized, like, as going through that, I'm like, okay, like, most... Like what they said, don't do physical labor, don't do that. And I'm like, well, I need to keep myself busy and my mind busy. So I'm going to learn with the mechanics and I'm going to work with them for the next six weeks. So I'm pulling out like transmissions out of semis when I shouldn't be doing anything. And I'm like, because I had another friend, he, he fucked his shoulder up. And he's sitting there doing paperwork. I'm like, I can't do that. Right. I got to keep my mind busy like this. This, like doing nothing sedentary work, drives me insane. Mm. So I'm like, I'm just going to push through it and keep going and do what, what I can. What is it in you that made you do that, though, as opposed to that your sedentary work? Reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, you probably have my why? mind, man, because I need to be stimu- I need to be constantly stimulated okay. and learning something new, especially learning, okay, now I have a general understanding of heavy duty mechanics. Because I just needed something more. Because I just can't sit and just do paperwork. So, no, okay, this is interesting because there's a subtle piece here, and we don't have to get go there right now. I think it's something that you, you could actually be with about yourself. And, and what I wanted to point with point to is that if we all looked in our own lives, like maybe we didn't have our jaw wired shut, but I promise you, you could find some things that are <coughs> that you've done that is really not ordinary. That you've pushed through, that you've dealt with, i.e. getting your fucking head cut open and just figuring out a way to keep doing life. But anyway, we've all, I'm sure, been there. That's crazy. But I think what Devin's pointing to is there's a difference between, oh, I can't just sit and do paperwork and I need to be stimulated. There's something about your grit that allows you to say, hey, I got a broken jaw. 
I'm still going to move some fucking shit. So there's something about your your ability to tap in and push through the what's so and get something else done because you saw that as more valuable, not just more stimulating, but there's more value in learning about the mechanic shop than mm-hmm. doing fucking paperwork. It's like you're a freight train and you're <clears> going, the fucking track is all messed up and there's something on it or it gets in the way and you're like, fuck it, I'm still going. Well, besides, regardless. how hard is heavy duty mechanic work? <laughs> so, yeah. so, so no, I get to have so many examples of that because I've had as, so as you start to look, you'll, well, yeah. you'll really see the examples. Well, and it's crazy, like going back to that same thing because I've had four surgeries on, I've had two surgeries on each of my shoulders as well. From fights in Grand Prairie? No, no, no. I, when I was like, sledgehammers. No, when I was like eight, like before. Two days before my 21st birthday, I slipped down a flight of stairs. I dislocated both my shoulders. Jesus. So from that, but you, no, you've been was, put on this planet to like test the the durability, extru- the durability of the human body. I know. <laughs> so shit. like even for instance, so not just the jaw thing for. So before I like I was when I first went into the patch, I was working for a drilling company. I dislocated my right shoulder on like swinging tongs did that but then i was like okay i had to wait for surgery so in the meantime i went out i was cooking in the mornings then i went and from yeah from like 10 till about three i was a line cook then from three to three i'd go in Fucking clean like corp like clean carpets in these office Are buildings. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, and I did that for six. Jobs? And I did that for six months until I had surgery. Get surgery, six weeks later, jump back into the patch. Do you just want to make money? Is that no? What so, what, so, much so what pushes you? And I, I mean, my drive. This is the distinction, right? Between. I kind of have a place where I know this comes from is like yeah. a level of programming in you as a human being. But like That's where to I go want from to go. people of Walmart <laughs> to like. Well, I can't just sit around. I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to do this. There's something deeper inside of you, and I'm, I'm curious. Is that something that you can translate to other people? I don't think so. you can. Yeah, you can. You Not can? yet. Yeah. Like, you, you, so here's well, the deal. You, will, you can. You just haven't found how. Yeah. Hearing you speak, we, you and I need to go down the rabbit hole, man, because <laughs> uh, it, it's like you're in my head. And <laughs> it's like you're in my head because here's the thing. He's sharing this stuff with you guys, mm-hmm. and he's sharing it very as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of things that I'm sure we all haven't shared with each other about ourselves that we think is like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That anybody, you, anybody would do. That's totally, right. Put the right music to it, and it's fucking tragic. You're yeah. sitting here listening to it and going, like, oh my God, I can't believe you do that. And I'm listening to this going, yeah, cool. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's amazing, but well, I get it. Me. I'm like, it's right. It's just, just another day. There's yeah. something there about him. To your to your point, my twelve jobs. <laughs> and, and here, <laughs> I know. Here's something I want to circle back to from probably about thirty minutes ago, and it all ties yeah. in. because you're talking about resilience. You're just in mental, is. mental it resilience, right? But at the same time, put this guy in front of a pile of paperwork and see him fucking break down. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, fucking, right. right? That Not that he couldn't. But here's the thing: what you, what there is to learn for you is that you can actually tap into that animal. And get through paperwork. Oh, I know. I Isn't could. that something? Hold I on. I want to I'm not saying I couldn't. I'm just like, I just prefer not to. Do I got it. it. I got is, it. But this is pointing to what Vern's life is teaching him right now. Yeah. So go. Yeah. So, yeah, that. Because um, all the things that I'm up to right now are, like, not recognizable. They're completely mm-hmm. uh, whatever. But I'm, but I'm using some of that grit, that resilience to 
right? And plus, I am having conversations like, like, what are you, some kind of a bitch, man? You'll go th- run through a gauntlet, but you can't sit here and fucking figure out a computer fucking process or whatever. Yeah, anyway, like putting names so in the CRM. That, that's not <laughs> exactly putting na- no shit. Like, oh my god, oh, I gotta enter the birthday too? Like, 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 you you guys have no idea the fucking psychological warfare. But anyway, so the whole whole thing that I want to come back to though is that Mm. the resilience, the grit, the simplicity, and it's interesting Mm. that when you look at, um, let's say, like global issues, Mm. political fucking complexities, you guys ever hear these words that these people use about how complex these things are? No, I got that. You can see that I'm pointing to that. That's okay. that's my point. Right. Is that sometimes I say <laughs> we oversimplify. We, we sometimes you know sometimes I'll say things like this because I'm diminishing myself. I'll say that might be an oversimplification, <clears throat> and you're quick to always go, but is it? And so here's my point. I'm a firm believer that to transform the world, the awakening, all the rest of that shit, to to, to create a new reality, it's going to occur bottom up. Not top down. Mm-hmm. It's not happening from air quote global leaders. It's Respe- coming from no. the guys with the wires. Yeah. Their, their jaws shut. That's right. You know? And that's the point is if, if we're the catalysts that can show people that, hey, there's a lot more to you than you even think. You are not aware of what you're capable of. None of us are, even though we've all been to through a lot of shit. We still keep growing. We still keep building. Maybe there is no top. Maybe we're capable of. Maybe there's no way you're ever going to find out what you're capable of if you continue to grow and build. So my point is, is keep it simple. Like these global issues we're dealing with, at the end of the day, don't we all kind of want the same shit? Yes. Yeah. So if we all just kind of chilled out for a second, stop fucking swinging our dicks around, trying to be right, trying to be the tough guy, trying to be the winner, the best, most free nation on the planet, blah, 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 all this fucking bullshit. Competitive nature. Competitive nature. And we just realized that at the end of the day, we all kind of want the same shit. And I know that if fucking David's got a mountain worth of work to do, if him and I both double down and get it done, it's going to be a lot easier for both of us. And then he'll be there to have my back next. Collaborative nature. Collaborative. (laughs) What does it actually look like if we take out all this bullshit complexities and all these policies and procedures and paperwork and all the bullshit and we really just boil it down to basic needs? freedom and like kind of everybody getting what they want like what would that conversation look like so you're basically saying that we should be swinging our dicks together and, and <laughs> yeah and and to to the point of about way to the, pull out the, the, the gem the right there yeah. <laughs> the point about the uh, yeah right the point about the, the the grit and the resilience and being able to transfer that to other people is this whole conversation about personal responsibility yes it's like i said i don't give a fuck about your rights what are you responsible for mm. Your rights are my responsibility. But I want freedom of speech. So yeah, yeah totally. I got that. So so, so hang on, okay. just want to circle back. Just want to close that loop. And and what I'm getting at here is it's the willingness to slow the fuck down. Yes. Get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Put yourself through some shit so and, that you can learn, you learn. Yeah, totally. about yourself. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to point there to. There inside of that, it, back to to circle around to David's question about what is it that you do in your everyday processes to, to, to get to that place and to offer some value here. Uh, I try to think, I, I love this idea of, uh, I think it came from Steve Jobs. Beauty is, is simplicity and everything is simple. We overcomplicate it and mm-hmm. especially from the top down, it's intentionally convoluted to get that way. But, but Steve Jobs looked at it like this. 
it is beautiful when, when there's nothing left to take away and the message is still the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. When there's nothing left you can take away, the message is still the same. So in that, what I have formed as habits um, and, and critical thinking is it's just to question every little detail. Why? How? Whatever. Like the way I think. Yeah. So this, to, to you and all the things that you've gone through, why do you think that way? Why is it like this? And how did it get there? And where did it come from? I had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and she's like super good at being organizational. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of her, her big strength. But when her boss came in and, and she has a different structure or system, she gave her shit and was like, well, you weren't there to sort that out. And so inside of that, she lost her power because she wasn't able to go, well, that was just my way of doing things versus your way of doing things, and there's no difference. Instead of right or wrong. Right, no. there's no right or wrong or, or good or bad, it just is. Yeah. And so when you, when you bring in that status or that power or that control over what you're doing, you have to ask, okay, so why, did that, why was that your thought was I'm not good enough? Because the whole rest of the day was fucked for her. Because I'm not good enough based on the opinion of this other person who's been there for 20 years doing the same system and process that she was unfamiliar with. And so she's less than now because of that. And the reality is, is that she's actually not, right? And so I wonder uh, how many other people kind of struggle with that. Everybody. And to to yeah. you, in your situation, <laughs> Every you don't. Time. That happens. My fucking jaw's broken. I still go to work. Right, I, I dislocate my shoulders. I still fucking go to work and I figure something else out. And so your programming has forced you to push beyond those things. And 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 so I'm. That's why I'm questioning. Where did you get that from? How did that land in you? Whose voice is it that pushes you beyond that? It could be your dad. It could be your older brother or whatever the fuck it is. But somebody put that voice in you, and and I think that person needs a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's less one person and, and more how you. Uh, absorb the world around you what you see is um worth holding on to and the other things you're like no no i'm not interested in that and um i i so we are all spiritual beings in in one way or another wherever you are in your spiritual journey you can deny that if you want but the fact is there's a consciousness there's something driving uh, and you have no control over it. It's oh, just 100%. there and, and we're all tapped into it, right? Yeah. Well, Yours happens to be like a, another fucking Hulk kind of <laughs> personality, right? Like it's just out there and, and busting shit up and learning things along the way. Well, 100%. the thing is too, is that it, what it, what, uh, we're kind of stepping over here though, uh, to Devin's point is that it doesn't mean that he didn't suffer a breakdown in that process. Oh, he no. totally just, did. There is oh, a refractory period that maybe is a bit lost. shorter for yeah. him. He was like, hey, I don't have time to fucking worry about this shit. I just got to get back to work. Yeah, out Whereas of my pity party. some of us are like, a thing happened, and then we go and fucking, you know, call in sick, and we fucking crawl under the covers and whatever for three days, and nobody hears from us, and, and that's their refractory period. So they're suffering. They're, they're in that suffering for that long, and hopefully they have the... The courage to keep facing that shit in that, that well, and that most people will shorten, right? Most people are there for years, yeah, and, yep. and potentially right? years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody gets taken out of a thing, and that's depression, that's totally mental down. illness, that's all of those things that now 
by, by their labels have become an anchor for us or a weight that we are able to justify our inaction and, and like, yeah, but or an identity. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, it's how we it identify more dangerous. Mm. I'm curious if you've experienced any like ramifications for the decisions you've made to kind of just persevere through. Oh yeah. So the whole like idea of uh, it's, it's an, it's a fascinating mental state to have to be able to just like shut off pain. But like, I always feel like if you're not in tune with your body, there's a price you pay for it in the end. And I wonder if it's worth it. Well, no, it isn't. If you're extreme, if you like, again, it's like anything, right? If you go, to, if you over leverage anything, you're going to suffer. It has to be. That's balanced. the point. We over leverage that shit in our twenties. That's why we're paying for it in our thirties, right? But and, because you think you can do anything, yeah, oh, yeah. And it creates it. Again, you, you have to be aware. You have to develop yourself. But once you become aware of it, you can almost kind of tap into it like a superpower. And that's what I was trying to get present with you in terms of being able to. People have to find their own version yeah. of it, but for you to be able to eventually, you'll be able to distill that down and really get clear about the, the, the mental processes that occur, and you can share that with people at least, so for, their, for at least for their own consideration, and they can start to create that for themselves. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to do that today, and no. maybe you could if you, if you sat with it. I bet yeah. you you're closer to it than you think. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So you just like do if, it, man. Just like, <laughs> no, right see, now, like, that's actually. the worst thing is like people ask me sometimes, like, well, how do you do this? So you just fucking do it. Just do it. Do it right like, in my mind, it's, it's a no-brainer. You just do it. Like when you talk about that simplicity and that common sense, it comes away, back. Thing is, it's just do just it. Just fucking do it. it was okay, necessary. look. Like this is what we go through in life. <laughs> Shit happens. Things are going to break you down. But if you have the mental awareness and the toughness to some degree, but use the tools that we learn to get yourself back up and actually be like, okay, how do I use this for to better myself or to bring myself up? How do I get out of that dark place? How do I and not be so a, automatic? About yeah. It. Not be so automatic and actually go yeah. into it. Like we've been talking about going back in and actually reflecting and saying, okay, what did I learn from that? And what can I do to get back up? Right. What would it have looked like if in those three years you actually had the network or the the wherewithal to to have that reflective perspective like i think about this often like what what would i have been like as a as a person if i know then what i know now Mm. like and i've thought about that too and i and i thought i'm like okay if i knew what i know now and i was in my 20s i'd be a fucking animal i'd be a goddamn beast We'd be on it. I would be on a different plane of existence to a point. Yeah, you I would. I'm gonna put a butt in there because you wouldn't have that decade That's true. of fucking resilience. That's that the had. thing you too. You had to go through that shit because even of the course. knowledge is yeah. not enough. No, right? I can tell you how to shoot a basketball, but when you get it on the court, yeah. you ain't gonna do very well. You no, fucking it is hundred percent. It is the so experience. Thinking and the resilience that you have is a skill. This isn't a personality no. trait. It's a thing that over your life you gain, develop exactly. And that's yeah. one of the things. It's like, if I didn't go through all of that, like, people always ask you, oh, would you ever change, like, what's gone on in your yeah, life? Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, no, because what yeah. it ha- has happened to me and what I've gone through has built me into the person that I am now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be the same person. Right. I could, would be something different or something less or maybe larger. Who knows, right? But, at this, like, at that time, who I am now and all these situations and all these things that I've done in my life is built me into who I am. 
And from that, now I have a better understanding of, okay, what moving forward, now knowing all that I know, I can apply it in so many other ways. And now that helps me help other people understand themselves and what they can go through and what they can do to build themselves up going through whatever they go through. And that adds to your own exactly. higher purpose. 100%. What were you going to say, Chris? And I, I wanted to maybe kind of put this out there in a question and, and say that, and you can, for this, that sense of you being meant for something greater, was that what powered your resilience? I don't think I knew that at the time. Mm. I think I was just going off of, in my personal experience, my own instinct. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was just going through what I thought was normality how you had to do how it. i had to do things how i was meant speaks to whatever the model that you had growing up be, around yeah. you it'd be interesting to look at what it, we got to talk about what it was like for you growing up because i remember when i was a kid because to your point i think sometimes things happen when you're a kid and then you go through your teenage years and you like forget the first 10 years oh, of your yeah. life but there, it's there there's that early yeah. programming right and so by the time i was in my 20s like to that whole point, I was just like ten foot tall and bulletproof. Like, what the fuck's that guy looking at? You know what I mean? Like that kind of <laughs> shit. And and uh, and I and the thing is, is is when I was a little kid, I remember becoming intimately aware that we did not have the things that most of my friends had, right? And then I slowly started to realize, and I created this pattern, this story of, oh, like I'm a poor kid and all that kind of stuff, right? And what I created was, I'm destined for something greater. When I was a little kid, I was like, I'm going to take care of my mom. I'm going to take care of my dad. I'm going to da-da-da. And my kid's how, life is going to be like this. Happen. And da-da-da-da, right? Like, I'm going to do something better. And I, and I, I, I was really present to people suffering. Mm. And I wasn't okay with it. And I was like, i got to do something about this. And like the, the sheep that was my little no. kid version of it, right? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, like, that's interesting because, like, I guess when, it, we, when I was younger... We were, we didn't have that much money until we moved to Australia. And then that's where that narrative changed. But I remember growing up, I grew up like my dad, we, my dad and my mom separated when I was like six months or whatever. I got bad memories of my dad coming in and stealing like our TV when we were living in varsity housing here in Calgary, like, and going to go see him with social workers. But when I think about it, I'm like, I lived in a very cold household. Like, my mom wasn't always there. My stepdad wasn't always there. And even to this day, and I just came to this realization, actually, about two days ago, that my parents are cold fucking people. Like, honestly, like, even... So, my kids come over to my... Like, my kids come over, and when they're over, they stay for two days or whatever. My mom will take all their stuff and be like, you gotta take that out. You gotta... We don't want it at the house. And I'm like, that's the weirdest shit to me. And I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, and I just thought about it. I'm like, they're actually quite cold. This is powerful. What did you say to me the other day when we were talking about relationship stuff? What did I say? Oh, I don't know. What did I say? How are you with uh, emotions? Oh, fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> showing, showing love. Yeah, How's showing love. You? Oh, yeah, no, that's. And that's what I've been learning, and right. especially for this year, um, I really want to start diving back into myself and t- starting to show my emotions and talk about the things that are uncomfortable for me, mm-hmm. because growing up, 
emotion wasn't a choice. That's right. You don't yeah. talk about emotion. You don't show emotion. You don't feel emotion. You show love. I remember there my, it is. like that my mom. Okay, where your model this came from? The craziest thing. I was 15. I stole my parents' car. <laughs> I stole their car. They found out. My mom tried to call the cops on me the next day for stealing their car. She tried to put me in jail. I already had two strikes at that time. I would have gone to juvenile. My mom tried to put me in juvie for taking their car to show, teach me a lesson. Mm. I was like, that shit's crazy. That's so now my doing. understanding of where my model comes from is not up or shut up. Just fucking do it. Put your head down. Grind it out. If you're it's hurt. It's like a nobody gives a fuck it, about yeah, you. Sense, exactly. Right? But that's, that's the thing. And for me, my understanding is now I have to change that narrative in myself. Yeah. Because I don't want to show that anymore. for my kids. Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody else. All it does is actually hurts me a lot more. Mm -hmm. Because now we get into relationships. Now I have no emotional attachments. Right. Mm. Now I take myself back. I put that wall up. I put that fake on. I put that it's mask. easy to be like, yeah, well, fuck it's you. Easy. It's easy right? to step away and be like, okay. So for me, my biggest thing is now showing that emotion. Mm. Diving into myself, talking about the uncomfortable for myself. Because once I know I start doing that more, then I can help and better people even more so. Because mm -hmm. right. now I'm like, okay, get out of that dark place. You know Show people that. So paradoxical about that is that your mom likely called the cops on you because she loves you. Oh, yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Was, like, it's just yeah, the really best she... Say, we oh, yeah. talked about right? this like, like a while ago. 100% yeah. Like, I'm only doing this because <laughs> uh, I love you. I'm like... You're like, what? Bitch, you're just going to be in jail. Not how it goes. <laughs> hey, like, I want to put something on the table. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, putting yourself through the stress, right? Mm -hmm. And Devin, um, man, it's so easy to step over your own stuff because you're asking like, oh, what are the, some of the things that you do and da, 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 and you just don't acknowledge it. So I remember, and I do this now because like I said to you guys before, the what so is my bank account is in the negative and I get that it's the history of momentum of the lack of responsibility and inaction of the last however long that has that occurring today. It's yep. the manifestation of that past, yeah. not mm -hmm. what I'm creating in the future. Yep. In fact, what's so is I, I currently have more business built up processing than I ever had at any point in my career ever, Yeah. right? As a result of the new actions that I'm taking. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, every single day, it's like a 15 round fucking boxing match oh, with the what's so and what I'm creating. Yeah. So I continuously remind myself, oh, I can feel like anxiety showing up. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's because I'm worried about shit. That's the old. Oh, yeah. hang on. Stepping in. I created it and I've got a process right now to transform it. Okay, next step, right? And so it reminds me of uh, my brother took me to a, a native reserve about two or three years ago, I think it was. I know I've shared this in the podcast or told you about it. And we did one of those, uh, the sweat. Oh, sweat, sweat, sweat lodges. And man, uh, so this is what I wanted to put on the table. You know, a sweat's one of them. But I think we should create like uh, maybe a list of things or whatever. And we go and actually create some group activities where we go and do some shit to test our resilience. We go and do some shit to learn some stuff about each other. And so when I was in that sweat like i've never done anything like that before it actually wasn't it's not that extreme again me maybe downplaying for, for it some people, to me because yeah. my brother told me the first time he did it he only made it through the first three 
stages he had he couldn't go through the fourth one right and i know the only reason he did all four when i was there is because he didn't want me to do all four and him to not do all four right but anyway you don't want to be a bitch (laughs) but but i I went in there and i I have no context for how long do you guys know are you guys familiar with what i'm talking about how it kind of works i've done two or three sweats i haven't done a sweat yeah so a sweat just real quick my experience i don't know much about it but how it was when i got there is all the guys who set it up were already there everybody brings food and stuff and everybody you know we share you give gifts it's all about giving gifts so if i asked like the chief for some advice i would like give him a pack of smokes and he would tell me some shit some wisdom or whatever right but anyway i get there they've already been there for hours and they've been burning this big ass fire and there's like a hundred massive boulders not massive but like you know boulders and different size rocks in the fire and they've been burning for hours and hours and hours all these wood logs and everything right so in the in the in the the lodge, it's dug down in the ground, and then they cover the ground with like blankets and stuff like that, and then they cover it with this big uh, all a bunch of different blankets. It's almost like a whole crap load of uh, quilts yeah. on top of a tarp and tarps yeah. and all that. So it's a big you know. Anyway, there's a shell and it's warm inside, obviously, and then there's a big blanket that covers it to keep all the heat in. So uh, inside, there's a pit, a dirt pit, and the first kind of round, they grab let's say ten. There's a process. I don't know exactly what it is, but let's say they grab 10 stones and they're like fucking red hot. They bring them with a shovel. They drop them in the pit. They drop them in the pit. They drop them in the pit. And then they're like, okay, everybody come in. So then you all, we all get in. The women are covered from ankle to neck with a dress because in their, uh, from what I remember correctly, if anybody wants to reach out and correct me, you can, but basically women already suffer enough. They give birth, they bleed, they do the things. So they get to cover up, but they still go through the the sweat the men you're you technically you should be naked but you just wear like swim trunks shirtless your skin is exposed Mm -hmm. and so um we go into the sweat and i'm still like this is all completely new for me i'm like a bunch of strangers we're like okay we're all going in here we're gonna do this pretty intense thing you go in and now they close the door it's pitch black Hmm. Oh, yeah, cool. pitch black. Oh, yeah, pitch yeah. black. And then this is actually intense, man. I felt like I was fucking ready to go to war. It was fucking crazy. They start singing, and like the I don't know if you guys the ever heard the native. And, the, and then there's a drum, oh, and it's super loud, and it's like, eh, and they're just like screaming and singing and hitting this drum, and you're like, holy fuck, and it's getting hot, right? And and so the the chief is in there, and then there's like his right hand guy, and it's getting really hot, and then all of a sudden he goes, whoosh, and you hear this, whoosh, and it's water splashing on the rocks mm-hmm. and it gets hotter and then, and, and then he does it again and it gets hotter and then so after a, a, maybe three or four songs y- you come out you so you get out of the thing and then what they do so we do this four times so every single time it gets considerably hotter and hotter and hotter right so they put a bunch more stones in we get back in there and i remember the first two rounds were really just like hey this is hot this is uncomfortable right the third round i started to have to tap in and i remember i literally remember being with okay this fucking i'm suffering (laughs) like he would throw the water like this is what would happen when he throws the water on the rocks you're you're already super hot okay Mm -hmm. you're really really hot you're really uncomfortable and then he throws this, the, the water on the steam on the and the steam comes up and guess what happens? You can't breathe. You can't breathe, but your fucking skin burns because the it, steam it hits your blisters. You feel it feels like Jesus. your skin's boiling. You're just like holy fuck! Like it hit me. It was like the first wave is like whoosh. It just washes over your body, and I was like, whew, and I was just like, and then I said to myself, I said, okay, this is what's going on. 
I was like, you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm literally having this conversation. I'm like, Vern, your body is here and your body is going through this. And that's all that's happening. Yeah. But that's just my body. That's just the vessel. That's not, I'm not, I'm not suffering. There's nothing wrong here. You know what I mean? Like I had this whole, and I'm literally having this conversation. I'm like, you could stay here all day. You could. So then all of a sudden we come out and I thought at the third round ended and I'm like, it actually can't get hotter in there. So, I'm <laughs> so then, oh, my friend, you were so wrong. So then they put a bunch more rocks in there, and yes, it was like <laughs> the first three rounds were were whatever. The third round was difficult. The fourth round was not like the first three rounds. It was like oh, like it was it was a totally different level. And then again, I'm actually in there in the fourth round, and I'm like, you're already here. Like, there's no way you're coming out of here. Like, my face is hot. I kind of, I did not really have a headache. I was like tapping into some spiritual planes or some shit. And I'm in there and I'm literally in the middle of the fourth round. And I'm like, okay, now it can't get hotter. Mm. Here comes the fucking water on the rocks. I was wrong. Again. Again. But then, actually, I forgot to mention what's really interesting. I think by the third round, you're in there, you're doing your thing. Not only does he splash water on the rocks, you're just chilling there, and all of a sudden, whoosh, you just get like water just splashed all over you. And that wasn't. That was almost like an instant of relief. Yeah. Followed immediately by pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, isn't the sweats kind of meant to make you step out of yes, yourself? Hundred percent. Like, find something bigger than like there, go leave your body for a yeah. minute. There are still warriors today, like right here in Alberta, that will do their. Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but essentially they go like literally into the woods with nothing for like yeah. a fucking week. They do that. Yeah. Another one, hold on. The, one of the guys there that was beating the drum, the dude has these fucking massive scars on his back. They're like an, half an inch thick and they're like three inches long. And they're from him stabbing wood stakes through his back and tying himself to a tree and hanging, not hanging like physically off the ground, but enough so that there's tension and that you're suffering for like fucking 24 hours because Jesus. it was a part of his warrior quest. It's a yeah, part, he does it like yeah, frequently. I believe it's also, pre- depending on the, the tribe, it's also prepped for the sun dance. Yeah, but oh, it's, okay. but the, the, the yeah. whole, I think if I remember correctly, the, re- the reason why you do the sweat and the reason why you do um, the things like the war, the vision questing and yeah. it even like putting, putting the stakes in your back and stuff like that, it's because you're like, uh, I can't. I might. I might be butchering this, but basically, like every human, everybody's suffering. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you're actually taking on some of the suffering for people. Mm-hmm. Huh. You're intentionally suffering so that others won't, or mm-hmm. something to that effect. Is really fucking fascinating, man. Anyways, so my point to all that is, I'm not saying we have to stab stakes into each other, but I'm out. I would like to look yeah. into some things and 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 and. And challenge ourselves a little bit and get that some of us are going to have easier times with whatever the things are that we come up with than others. And there, and there's something to, to learn about it. And it's just, uh, it'd be a good way there's to bond a, there's and, a growth and there, also yeah. the, yeah, it's wow. a way to like, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think we should look into some stuff like that. Yeah. Let's, and that's actually kind of inside of the whole superpower camp, the retreat for men and, and all that. Thanks to everyone who keeps coming back to listen. You can download the latest episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher, and through Google Play. And please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. We want to know what you think about what we're doing. We received some really great feedback in the past, and we would love to hear more 
email us at sayhi at the gist.life.